it's time to get your sip on. Use your phone, a tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining is the mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit, conversation don't quit A couple wisdom with some humor in it Uh, nothing gets better than this So sit back and just take you sip Welcome, welcome, welcome What up, what up, what up Welcome to All Tea No Shade Where we are serving tea without the shade Like we always motherfucking do <laughs> So pull up a seat and let's start this sip sash So, how's your week been? Uh, my week has been pretty good. Before we get started, Sippers, I'm pretty sure that y'all hear a difference in Elle's voice. Elle's actually in Orlando, Florida, recording live right now via phone. So, we hey. this thing for the first time. Bear with us. I think it's going to be dope. Sometimes you got to just got to roll with the punches, right, Elle? Absolutely. Sometimes you got to try things. So, yeah. How was your week? You started off first. How was your week? I always go first. I don't know. My week was okay. Um, it was just busy. It was a busy week. I was really successful with a client, though. So happy. Happiness happened. Successful with um, a client? Like a private dance client? No. Um, you see, oh. you know I'm a lawyer. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah I forgot about that part. Big, this big time. I forgot. But I'm in love. Nah, yeah. nah, nah, I'm nah, love nah. Like Lincoln Lawyer. That was a great movie. <laughs> How was your week? My week's been good. You know, it's weird not having you here in front of me. I feel like I'm talking to myself, kind of. Like, the distance between us is a problem. I mean, that shouldn't feel different for you. You talk to yourself all the time. <laughs> I talk to myself because there is no one to talk to. Yes, I do. But no, my week's been chill for the most part. I went to a pool party uh, last week. You know, we were off last week, took a little break. And then mm -hmm. uh, summertime's winding down. So for me, I'm trying to get as much water time in as I can. And so yesterday I went to the pool. I mean, pool. I went to the beach, had a little beach party out in Fort DeSoto. You ever been to Fort DeSoto, Al? I have. It's nice. I love it. I love it. So we went out there from 11 a.m. to sunset, just about about 20 of us. It wasn't too crazy, but the, the water was super clear. It was a perfect day to go to the beach. And so it's been good. My 49ers are 2-0. We about to beat the Steelers on today. So you know what? I can't, I can't even complain. I can't complain. I even binge watched the boys. Have you seen the boys yet? It's so weird, though. It's so weird and unexpected, but I like it. It's weird to see superheroes in the negative light. The I know, part. I like it. It is, because it's like, it, it's funny because it's a it's a modern take on superheroes. Like, you know, we had superheroes nowadays. We would be paying them. And That's now true. you have, like, money involved and mm. fame involved. They're like celebrities. You have money and fame involved. What do you, how do you... What do you do with it? It was a good twist, though. And, and it's funny because a lot of them, at the end of the day, I think they're good people, but they're like, but they're human. They you are know, they're definitely super human. What's the main guy's name? The the, uh, the main, uh, hold, not Holder, uh, I think the main superhero who looks like he's Captain America, whatever his name is, he is so screwed up. Like, super okay. screwed up. But yeah. First of all, he plays his role way too well because yeah. I don't like him off bat. Every time I see his little ugly face, yeah, I'm like, you see, he's so easily manipulated. So, Sippers, if you've never watched The Boys, The Boys is an Amazon Prime original TV show that came out, I guess, a few months ago. And so, mm -hmm. you definitely go check it out. And uh, he's easily manipulated by women. If you if you pay attention to it, though, like when he's like when he's acting out and showing out, the women know that they can just if they can just touch him or cater to his ego, he completely changes his whole mood. Maybe well, that's both men. That's all men, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm about to say, I was like, that's most men, though. Yeah, put, put a nipple in his mouth. We'll be all right. Anyway. But have you seen, have you seen the end? Yeah, I finished it. I finished oh, okay. it. I kind of figured that was going to happen. Like when I got to like episode, it's only like not eight, maybe eight episodes. And I, mm-hmm. after about episode six, I kind of figured, I don't want to spoil it for the sippers who have not seen it, but I kind of figured that was how it was going to happen. Um, yeah. But I don't think it's going to be a long lasting uh, series, to be honest with you. I, I see maybe three seasons out of that, personally. Yeah, I think they made it pretty, um, they made it, they made it hard to extend it. They made it hard to keep it up. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting, though, because we don't know. Because season two, they can just add in new people. That's the best thing about being this. It's, the focus is really on the superhero versus any particular person. So they can yeah. uh, switch it over to a new superhero. I think season two is going to be more about the uh, suit. They call them suits. The suit terrorists in season two. Yeah. They created those suit terrorists in season two. Vaught did so anyway it's a good show sippers check it out i think it's gonna blow your mind on a superhero take it's weird because a lot of these like exclusive sh- i mean amazon netflix hulu all of them are really being smart about creating their own production companies and creating their own content now so it's like they're coming out with fire like handmaid's tales is exclusively on hulu, hulu yeah orange is the new black exclusively on Netflix. Uh, especially all the comedy shows are exclusively on Netflix. I still haven't seen that new Dave Dishbell. I need somebody Netflix fast for real quick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and and Prime, Good Omens on Prime is freaking phenomenal. I, I've seen that. I haven't seen it yet. I saw the Oh my uh, god. I saw it on my timeline you now. need to watch it. it. First of all, you need to watch it when you have time because you will binge watch it for sure. It is amazing. Well, Netflix is kind of losing my... I'm, I'll be honest. I used to be a huge Netflix supporter, but I yeah. recently canceled my Netflix. I actually canceled my Hulu because I just felt like, one, I watched way too much TV, but mm-hmm. Netflix got rid of a lot of shows that I watched. And a lot of the Marvel shows, they stopped. They canceled the seasons on. So for me, it's not really much for me to watch. I can watch everything on my Fire t- uh, Cube, so... Yeah, Netflix has been having like hit or misses recently, and unfortunately, like they were really the pioneers. They started everything with creating their own content and all that, you know. Um, but recently, they've had quite a few misses. Like Orange is the New Black, I haven't really liked it though. Apparently, the new season is very good. It's it's back to how it originally was because the seasons between them were were sucked. I thought that was pretty but, good. I thought it was pretty good. But Netflix apparently like. They still do the best in terms of like comedy content. They yeah. have all the big hitters and stuff like that. Well, the problem is, I think, like as you mentioned, everyone else is coming out with their own content, and so they're no longer looking to go on to Netflix, expecting Netflix to put it out for them. So, like Disney yeah. is taking on their own streaming service as well. But yeah, I don't know about the uh, like like HBO has a streaming service and and Disney. I don't get that. Like, I just don't see people buying into that because I don't want to just buy HBO. Like, I can do that. Mm. I already have HBO through my through my Hulu subscription, so I don't want to just buy like just pay separately for an HBO subscription and, or and, pay. And really, most people had those small or. A shorter amount of streaming services because they were cutting cords, right? They were cutting the cable cord, and yeah. so they try to get cheaper. So now, if you continue, if you go get Hulu, you go get Amazon Prime, you go get Netflix, you go get uh, all these different ones. 
it all adds up to the same amount you already be paying for cable. So it's for not, cable. You're it's not so making true. Any, it's not making any difference. So for me, I refuse to go out and get all these different uh, streaming services. I'm just going to stick to my Fire Cube and, and go from there. Yeah. Right, no, I will say out of all of them, Prime is the least. The one with the least amount of content. It is, but you also get more in that membership if you think about it. I mean, I think I paid $10 a month and I get you get the TV shows, you get the streaming content, you get free, free two-day shipping, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think out of all of the 10 money I'm spending, I think Amazon by far is the better deal overall. Very true. Check out Good Omens. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move over on to Listener Shout Out. Who you shouting out, Jay? So, my listener shout-out. Listener shout-out is going out to one of our Instagram uh, followers. And Who that is? Megan Slaughter. Uh, she actually sent a message. I like her last name. I like her whole name. She sounds like a movie star. Megan Slaughter. She gives it the real, quick, fast-paced. You've never <laughs> seen her before. I can't stand you. <laughs> Somebody come take this man. And her new episode comes out right now. So, Megan Slaughter, all, she shouted out all T No Shade on Instagram. She said, all T No Shade podcast is giving me life on the drive from Florida to Baltimore. First of all, why are you that's driving? A drive. From, yes, yes. Like, Ooh, why child, are you driving from Florida to Baltimore? When I moved here from Virginia, I drove from Virginia to Florida, and I vowed never to do that drive again. So, that is a drive. So, anyway. She was listening to Women in Overcommitment episode. Uh, it was a great episode. We thank you, Megan, for listening to All Tino Shade. We appreciate all the sippers. Uh, if you want to be shouted out in All Tino Shade, you just got to interact with us. You, sh- you know, like a post, comment on a thread. Sh- let us know what episode you're listening to. We appreciate that. Cause we we want to know who's listening. Cause we love interacting with our sippers. L. Right. If you want to interact with us and you aren't sure how, let me let you know. You can always email us old school at all Tino Shades Podcast at Gmail. You can always find us on social media. On Facebook, we are we have a page called All Tino Shade Podcast. We also have a group called All Tino Shade Podcast and Friends. On Instagram, we are All Tino Shade Podcast. Yes. So hit yes. us up, like us, add us, share us. Do what works for you, boo. I also want to throw a little side shout out to Ebony Stanton of Tampa, Florida. She was talking a little bit of shit about you, L. She said, I am way better Uh, than L, and that sounds familiar. L be struggling. uh, I know them all. Everyone uh, everyone know them all when they not playing it live, right, L? Yeah, things, you know what? It's where we have some a pretty big announcement coming up, um, and when we make that announcement, we we can go ahead and try some of these <laughs> listeners, these sippers, let them have the full experience because everyone thinks it's it's so much harder when you're on, like when you're you're doing it and the pressure's on. And obviously, is on. Whatever, y'all. Whatever, Ebony. We gonna fight next time I see you. Just joking, though, because I don't fight. I'm too cute for that. Mm. But, all right. <laughs> Moving on to the Who Am I section. Ooh, yes. Did I get the last oh, week, though? That's right. We didn't do it last week. We didn't do it last week. week all right. Last. So, the beautiful lady that I am talking about is an actress. Sierra. No. Okay. Uh, born in L.A. Mm-hmm. Child of a African doctor, so very appropriate. 
African doctor. Also child of a Louisiana uh, teacher. Mm. She provides, she's also a producer. Um, Creates a lot of content for the culture. For the culture. Damn, what's that? Um, Shonda, Shonda Grimes? Rhymes? What's her name? No, but that's actually really good. That's like a really good guess. Not mm. at all, not close, but she's in the realm. Um, she's been, she, she started off really, I think, with a YouTube channel, like creating her own content, and oh, it just. Oh, the girl from. You really know. This should be easy. Uh, I tried so hard to give it to you. What's just her take name? It. Uh, what's the name of that show? That show is. She was in the Hate You Give, that movie. Hate to give. She was in the movie The Little, which is really cute with that little black girl, Little. Who, oh, I'm, thinking, who, I'm thinking about somebody different then. Um, um, damn, my mind's so blank this morning. Uh, she, she, you know who it is? I know who it is. I can't, I can't pull the name. Uh, um, Shake and I sitting here live in, 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 our, in our studio. So, um, damn. She was a, she was in a couple of music videos. She was in Happy with Pharrell Williams. Uh, and she was in Nice for What. Nice for What. See, I'm thinking about that girl. What's that comedy sketch that turned into an HBO show? That's exactly who it is. is that who it is? Yeah. Why can't I think of the name of that show? I don't know who he, he said. I can't hear Shay. Oh, no. He didn't say a name. He was just saying that's exactly who it is. Because um, she has a ha- short haircut, right? Um, Typically. I would say it's mid now. But she rocks a fro, a curly fro. It's like, oh my broken, gosh, she's killing like, me. Un- Taken. Like- she's kind of known for being awkward, yeah. and she accepts that and actually like pushes it, and like wants you to embrace your awkwardness. Wow, I'm having a. I'm, I, is, is this show actually called Awkward? I don't think if it's called Awkward, then I definitely don't know who it is. All right, I don't know who it is. Sippers probably know who it is, though. I. I am talking about the. Well, I'll give you guys. I'll give you one question that you can ask. What's the name of the show that started on YouTube? On YouTube? It is Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl. Uh, yeah, that's exactly the show. I just can't remember her name. <laughs> damn, I don't know her name. All right, I'm not gonna guess that. All right, she started a whole friggin' social movement media because Issa. Problem. Issa, if you don't know, it's the Ray. Issa Ray. I couldn't think. What's the other show though? Issa Ray. She is. Um. She's on Insecure. Insecure. She's on. She's, that's the one I was yeah. thinking about. Insecure. That's the one I was thinking about. Insecure is coming back. She's actually recording right now, which is super exciting. I don't know if you have seen. Um, but they have just just started recording, so I've actually just started re-looking at. Um, do you ever do that? Do you, before like a, a show hits, do you go back and watch it over watch again? The, no, watch I'm, it over again. I'm one of those people that once I watch it once, I'm, I don't go back and watch it unless it's one of those shows where there's like a lot of hidden content. And if you don't pay attention completely, you miss stuff. Like I'll go back and watch it, but once I watch it once, I don't go back and binge watch it again. Oh, I'm going back and been watching. It's it just it's so long, and I love her, but she has too many pats, like too many projects right now. 
and she's not focusing on her main project, which made her famous, which is Insecure, they are only now starting to record. So I don't expect to see them for a minute. But that's not why she's in the news. She's in the news right now because she is set to produce the Set It Off remake. Oh, I did see a um, little post about that on my Facebook timeline. Yeah, she's kind of. That's what's up. She's doing. She's doing her damn thing. Well, I don't know if you've seen it, but on HBO they have a new show called The Black, Black Lady Sketch Show. Yes, I have seen uh, that too. And it is hilarious, and that is produced by her as well. So she's kind of like HBO's um, Shonda Rhimes, essentially. It, it she's like the that. the HBO version of Shonda Rhimes. So me, get, she gives me seeing her her story kind of gives me hope about like starting. All Tino Shade and doing the podcast and starting Absolutely. to create video content because you just never know how you can get discovered on, on exactly. YouTube and anything and how you can change your life just by following your own dream, you know? So I mean, HBO is known for that too because there's another show called Dope, Dope Black Girls. Is that what it's called? And it's two podcasters mm-hmm. who just mm-hmm. got famous as podcasters and then they created, then HBO created a, like a, a, a space for them to... Yeah, that's dope to kind of do what they do but on HBO so it's nice yeah All right. I'm a loser shout out to Issa Rae I'm a loser I mean I'm a loser baby so why don't you love me no how does that you always talk so much ish when you when you win so I can't I don't feel I don't feel like correcting that statement (laughs) (laughs) it's okay I can can call myself a loser because you're not here to make fun of me in person so it's different I have my own oh is that is that what that is is that what that is when you're in person you gotta be your biggest cheerleader oh mm, all right guys let's go ahead and move on to the main set hold on we we ain't gonna skip over it let's get it shay oh god you know what time it is hey l do you know what time it is hey sippers do you know what time it is time for the main sip the main sip i said it's time for the main sip the main sip get your cup ready drink ready tea ready ah get your cup ready drink ready tea ready ah time for the main sip the main sip i said it's time for the main sip the main sip get your cup ready drink ready tea ready ah get your cup ready drink ready tea ready ah yes 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 yes, yes. i it just it just gets just as bad (laughs) every time i hear it Sometimes I feel like I remember it being better and then we wow. listen to it again wow. and then I'm like, oh, no, wow. no, but just as bad as I remember it being. You know what? hope that that hater drink you're sipping on over there this morning is tasteful because it sounds kind of bitter. <laughs> it's coffee and it's delicious. All right, guys, let's talk about the main tip. The main tip today is life changing moments. What has what are some pivotal moments in your life that changed you and how and why? I'm going to go ahead and tap you in first, Jay. I mean, the only one you can tap in is me. So, okay. Well, you know, I don't need that. I don't need that kind of energy from you right now, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> so for me, when we when we were sitting down game planning about this topic, I, I really wanted to think about things that have really changed my outlook on life from a little boy into a grown, grown-ass man. And the first thing I could think about was I remember um, when I was a young, young kid, I was one of the first people to get the really bad case of wingworm. And I got it like all over my head. I got it all over my arm. Like we don't know how, to this day, we don't know how I got it. This was back in like 80, 87, 88. And so it was so bad, I actually got taken out of school. And so 
when I finally got healthy enough to go back into school, I had an in-house nurse and everything. When I got back, I had my my scalp had been damaged. I said so. I had three areas on my head where hair mm-hmm. would, hair would not grow at all. Okay. And so I had to wear a hat all the time. I went to school, and kids mm-hmm. would, kids would pull my hat off, and they would see these bald spots on my head, and they would tease me. And so I, no. would, so I would get bullied all the time. And so I probably got bullied up until about middle school, right? And so and the reason it started changing is because I became, I realized how good I was at sports. And I started playing football. I started running track. And then I went from being this skinny, scrawny kid to being the most popular guy in school. And so once I got right. into high school, everyone wanted to be my friends. And so... I end up being friends, learning how to be friends with this, the popular people, but I was also friends with the unpopular people. So at lunch table, I would sit with the kids that no one else wanted to hang out with because I remembered how it felt to be bullied. I remember how it felt to not be the cool kid. I remember how it felt not to have the friends that you thought you, you should have, right? And right. so that, had, that really changed my outlook on life. Even to this day, I excuse me, try to look out for people who are the awkward people, the socially awkward people, or the people yeah. who, you know, like I, when I see someone getting bullied or being talked about in public, I typically would step in like, hey, what's going on here? And so I think that really taught me, that was a life-changing moment, going, going from being the kid that was bullied to being the popular kid, but never forgetting where you, basically where you came from and who you, who, you, right. who you were at one point. And so that kind of really changed my life. It was sad because I was just watching Charlemagne the God, and um, he was actually talking about something very similar. Like, but he took the opposite route, so he was bullied, and then he realized like that he was super funny and he was faster with the jokes than other people. Mm. And so instead of like being sweet, you know, and and like looking out for people, he became a bully. You know, he's yeah. like, I'm going to beat you at your own game. And I think mm. it's always interesting mm. because there's always that option. You can always pick one or the other. That's and true. so many people pick the easier route, which mm. is being the bully. Yeah. But, and the thing is, they couldn't tell me shit. Once I, like, once, I, once I realized I was the best football player in my region and everyone, yeah. wanted, everyone was on my dick per se, I was like, you know yeah. what? I don't care what none of the other people who play sports think. I'm gonna go hang out with these these nerds over there. That's why right. to this day I always say I'm slightly a nerd because I love I love nerdy things. Nigga, you ain't slightly a nerd. You a full blown nerd. You, you a nerd jock. I'm to me a nerd isn't a bad uh, statement uh, though. I I literally categorize myself as a nerd all the time. She said I think I'm a like, nerd jock, Shay. I never heard that. Well, I take it though. You're it. a nerd jock. Like, you're you're a hybrid. I'm a nerd, for sure, 110%. Like, half of my job is reading the fine print, and I love it. Like, mm. <laughs> right? Like, who can say that and actually that's mean true. it? But I do. So what's, what's, um, one, what's something that's changed your life? Your can we still life? talk about the fact that some people are just so fucking awkward, though? Oh, all the time. I see it all the time. Like, I get, like, I, sometimes I'll be looking, I'm never going to be the one that's going to bully somebody who's socially awkward. I'm just going to, like, look at them and then pull back. Yeah. But why are some people so damn awkward? Why don't they, like. Because they're the only child. (laughs) You think that's it? What about about the ones who got, who got siblings? Like, they just don't read social cues at all. I don't understand that. I, I think I think really some people just don't develop the 
the skill set to be uh, to interact with other people without being awkward. And a lot of time, I think people are just nervous. It's nervous about yeah. meeting new people, and so they don't know what to say. They just so they just kind of do something that's awkward, you know. But I, I don't know. Like I see it all the time. Back when I was used to doing uh, meetup groups, I would create meetup groups. And I would go to these different events. And then this one time I, I went to this one that I didn't create. I think it was called Tampa Bay Professionals or something. And mm-hmm. so I went to it. And this is going to sound, this is, this is not me tooting my own horn at all. But I went to the okay. event and I was, toot, toot. I was the coolest guy in the room. When, okay. I'm, when I'm the coolest guy in the room, that's a problem. <laughs> I am not the coolest guy in the room. I mean, I'm okay. You know, I'm not, but I'm not yeah. totally awkward. But everyone there, you can, they were just super awkward and like i would talk to oh. them and they just didn't have the, uh, the ability to, to to converse have the communication i was like oh let's go over here and play some cornhole real quick you know trying to get away from the bar i was like oh no i'm, I'm gonna stay right here i'm like say so yeah you know so i don't know i i just i try to embrace people for who you know me are. i try to embrace them for who they are and where they are do you think with the way that social media is set up we're like setting ourselves up for more socially awkward people Oh, absolutely. Period. Absolutely. I think that because people are losing the skills to be able to interact with other humans face to face. It's easier yeah. to converse behind a keyboard, behind a text, behind a phone than it is in person. Because in person, there's body language, there's, there's facial expressions. And you got to be mm. able you have to be able to read people's facial expressions. Right. It's like, yeah. And not and not read people's body language. Yeah, it's important. So I definitely think social media is causing it's not the main cause, but I think it is not helping towards the social awkwardness that is existing um, in in today's culture. But I th- also think it's going to fu- change, though. It's funny because um, it's something that you I've noticed recently. Like, if I date men that are older, they can actually have a phone conversation. And like, if I date men that are like my age or even a little bit younger the the phone conversations are non-existent and like when you get them on the phone they don't know how to like mm. prolong a mm. phone conversation like talking, it's not even yeah. a thing we were talking about that on a few episodes and Shay was like well Jay don't don't say it's an age thing because I remember Shay I said it was like I feel like people who are 35 and, and younger have a harder mm-hmm. time than conversing with someone who's 36 and up and I and wasn't a, I wasn't trying to throw shade but it's like to yeah. your point uh, what you just said older the older generation we we grew up knowing or having to have those conversations in person or on, on the phone because we there was no text messaging there was no email really right and yeah. so we developed that skill set conversing is a skill set and that's not Absolutely. something that everyone has so they're okay texting but like you said you get on the phone he's like this is the worst conversation ever like why am i carrying the total cap my back hurt from carrying this conversation <laughs> right, right. You get on the conversation, uh, you get on the phone, and like all the personality is gone. They had all these like little quips and sarcasm before. But like, the thing about it too is when you're you're texting, you have a time to like sit back and think of your response. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so people who are they come off as super witty via text, then all of a sudden you get them on the phone and they're slow as fuck, and you're like, what just happened? Yeah, How did I just? I tell people it all the time be. that I'm, I'm funnier on, online than I am in person. So I don't have I don't, I don't have quick wit. Like I can carry a conversation. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like being able to be quick witted, I'm not with that. Like I can I can I'm a write I'm a writer I'm a texter I can have I can be the funniest person online. 
But in person, it takes me a little while to warm up to think about my, my witty com- comebacks. All right, uh, let's, see, let's get back. What's your what's your first life changing event? My first life changing event has to be dance. So I just took a group on class. Um, me and my girlfriend at the time, Katie. Hey, Katie, girl. Um, up, Katie. It's actually a different Katie though. Oh. We called her Cat. Cat, 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 cat. Um, she and I, we were doing these like Groupons. We were just trying to, we were both newly single. Mm-hmm. And we were like, all right, well, let's just figure out some stuff to do, like, you know, non male uh, associated. And we were doing like kickboxing. We were, do, we did um, yoga. We did a bunch of classes before, you know. And then finally, we, we signed up for Groupon for a salsa class. And we had so much fun, and it was it was like you could do level one, and then you know you could move on to level two. And so when it came time for us to move on to level two, normally that's when we would find something else. We would go back on Groupon and find something else to do. We would always do just do one series of a class, and we both kind of looked at each other and like, hey, I'm kind of down for this. And she's like, yeah, I'm kind of down for this. So we just kept going, and then you know, five you years are. later, you teach I'm deep lessons. in the game, yeah. right? deep in the game so that was definitely a huge moment for me and I I have I tell people all the time I'm like if you are Groupon's first of all amazing I haven't bought a Groupon Groupon, in a long time I used to buy them all the time yeah Groupon is amazing don't fall asleep don't sleep on it but also like just if you are bored if you feel like your life is like you don't have much to do then just try some new stuff with your friends like literally there is just so many different classes it doesn't even have to be dance there's you know kickboxing there's mma fighting there's muay thai there's yoga there's ballet there's i mean there's running there's there like there's so many different things that are happening everybody's like oh it's so boring and where i'm at it's not boring it's just you're not doing your job to find the things that will interest you absolutely i just posted an uh, article on my facebook of the day uh, on facebook that said tampa bay is ranked as one of the best funnest city funnest cities in the nation and people mm-hmm. came on there some people came on there and said what this is a lie i'm like no then but a few other people that said i love it here because to your point is you have to be able to go out and find things and try different yeah. and try different things if you own if you're looking for the same thing in every city then you're going to be bored as hell in that city. But there's yeah. so many different things out there to do. I'm trying to think of something that I took a chance on like that that's similar to yours. Um, I don't really have anything. I would just Well, how do you get how do you get in all that meetup stuff? Like you met a lot of people through meetup. Yeah, right? but I just for me, I I knew the importance of building a new network of people that you call your your family or your friends. And yeah. so for me, it was more so I, I, I didn't want to just work and go home. I wanted to meet people. I wanted to find a, a lady. And so I and I didn't know anyone. And so for me, I just said, you know what? I'm just going to join these meetups, these professional meetups, and maybe I can build my own network. And that's what I did. But I, I've gone to uh, author meetups, trying to meet other authors, people with similar things in mind, because that's what you want to yeah. do. And so... Um, you do, I, I wouldn't say there's anything that was life-changing event that I tried. Maybe maybe running track because I knew I was good at football. And so then I was like, well, let me, let me just go and try running track. 
and happen to be really good at track, you know? And so that kind of helped change my life in, in the fact that trying to stay active and be, and be healthy. So I've been trying to stay healthy since high school, you know? So, yeah. I'm just saying, you guys, it's like, it's definitely a thing for me. Now that I've moved to Orlando, I'm like re, re remembering how I got acclimated in, in Tampa. And it takes a minute. Cause like when I first moved here, it's just like, Oh, I don't know anyone. And it's, you know, it's weird. But then you're like, you have to remember how you got acclimated and how you create your friends. And you can literally sit at home and do nothing and mm-hmm. complain and say you hate it, or you can go out. But every city what if you like a city or don't like a city and it has more than like two million people in it, then it's probably you. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. It's because the people are there. You just need to figure out where they are and how and how you can interact with them in a way that benefits you, that you feel, you know, happy about. So definitely hit up meetups. Definitely hit up um, Facebook events. I've been using a lot recently, and that's been great. Um, and Groupon. Groupon's my old faithful. All right. So this next one, my next life changing event that sent me on a different trajectory was getting locked up and i don't talk about this i don't talk to, i don't talk about it too often but yeah. anyone that has read my my first book and is in there or anyone who's been close to me so there was a period in time um probably between the ages of 19 to 22 i would say i was very angry at the world i was just very upset it was me against the world i was trying to find my place in the world a young black man but I had a, I was a thief. I had a stealing problem. I would steal everything. So I was, I was really. I was like, a, I was a thief. I was poor still. So I was stealing from people who had all the stuff that I, I think I wanted. And so, right. and, and unfortunately, I was really good at being a thief. And so, it got to a point where I really was going through a change. I was going through a transformation where I no longer wanted to be this guy. I was so unhappy being the guy that I was. That yeah. I actually ended up turning myself in for for a crime that was being investigated. It was around mm-hmm. probably, I think I was 20, 21, maybe 22. And so I turned myself in and they threw me in a jail cell. They locked me up. And you bitched on yourself? You just mind yourself? I, I sure enough did. That's how you know enough was enough. Like it's how you yeah. know you were just tired of it. And so I and so I was in that jail cell in the community jail cell with all these other guys that's been in there and and it's just like wow like this is this is crazy like i don't know it just gave me a different perspective so i was in there and then in there for a few hours and they put me in my jail cell in this small little room on a on a, a metal bed and i'm sitting there looking at the ceiling and like this is this can't be my life and i said right. I, can't, I cannot do this like i don't want to do this i don't want to be this person and so right. I vowed that once if I once I got out of there that that I'm going to do my best never to go in there because it just changed my whole perspective. And so I was actually facing a felony, a felony and a yeah. misdemeanor. And anyone knows if you get a felony on your record, your chances of it's, I can say like, it's over, but it's it's pretty damn hard. To y- get come your up. life is very, very hard. Yeah. Even like just getting an apartment, it becomes impossible. Like yeah. it's very crazy. Yeah. And so I, I went to court and I was embarrassed. Right. It was very humbling. Because all my family were trying to figure out why I was in jail. And I didn't want to tell them that I was a thief and that I was struggling with just life. And so I didn't let anyone come to court. But I was ready to face whatever punishment I was ready to get. I was at that point. And luckily, I had a black judge. And that black mm-hmm. judge, you know, he was like, look, 
I'm gonna give you one opportunity to get this right. I don't want to no. see you in here ever again. So I want, I'm gonna. What we're suggesting is 100 hours of community service. You do those 100, 100 hours of community service before this certain date. We will drop all charges. And I left that yeah. courtroom so happy. I did that community hours. I went. It changed my life. Like it literally changed my life from being. I'm sure the yeah. fact that you turned yourself in to help the judge's decision. That's great. Yeah, but I also think if it would have been a white judge, it probably would have been a little bit different, right? True. And so I, I think I was lucky enough to to get that. Not saying that a white judge wouldn't have given that, that same opportunity, but... Yeah, no, he w- they might have, but they might not have. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that changed my life, and I never and I never went back to jail, never had any other issue. Uh, I just realized really quickly that I had an opportunity to, to change my trajectory in my life. I could be this guy who's locked up all the time, or I can be a new guy. And I left that yeah. jail cell on a focused mission to be a new guy and happy about that. Yeah, that's awesome. Did I tell you I got, um, I was in a police car once. That's, this is the closest I've been to law. <laughs> I, okay. I got really. Well, you were fighting somebody? Um, no, 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 no. There was a shootout. So in law school, I used to live in this like really ghetto ass community like super ghetto mm-hmm. but it was like either that or have a roommate and i'd rather just live by myself so mm-hmm. i just took the l and lived in the hood hood yeah and there was a shootout right in front of my apartment wow <laughs> and so i got in my car and i went to my girlfriend's house who didn't live that very far who didn't live very far but she lives in a good part of the town and so i when i parked she was like, it was a parking garage. When I parked, I was, I guess, really upset. Um, that's because the shootout was literally like outside my door. And mm. so I think I was just really nervous. Like I need to get the hell out of here. And so the next day when I was leaving to go to class, I, um, I couldn't find my car. Okay. In her parking garage. Oh, wow. Period. And like, I looked two floors up, two floors down, couldn't find it. So we called the cops because we're like, we first called the tows. They said nobody got towed. Mm. So then we called the cops. The police officer came. And so he like puts me in the back of his car. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And we're driving through the parking garage. And sure enough, my car's in the parking garage. Like a freaking <laughs> idiot. where it was? Wow. Yeah. It was just like completely not at all near where I thought it was at at all. Wow. It was like a six, a six floor parking garage. And I thought I parked on like four two. And I really had parked on like four six. Mm. You'd be in a, hit a blind moment. I had, well, I don't even think it's a blind moment. It's just, I was so upset when I parked. Ah, uh, I got you. Because, like, I literally, there was, like, a shootout, and there was all these cops there, and people were fighting. And you just and I was get just, away as fast as you could. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, I need to get the hell out of here because, A, I got class in the morning, and, like, mm-hmm. and, B, like, this ain't it. And so when I parked, I just wasn't paying attention. And so sure enough, uh, and then he was so annoying. He was a black cop. I don't remember his name, but shout out to, <laughs> shout out to all the cops who had to, like, <laughs> find somebody's car that was, quote unquote stolen but really wasn't stolen all cops he matter. was a I had all caps matter um well not all cops the, no, the ones that are cops. trash yeah, the ones that are trash don't kiss, matter at all yeah but the good ones do and so he was he was actually really gracious he did not make me feel bad about it even though like I mean, he technically put you, in, he put you in the back of the car though he could put you up front 
He did, but I think he he has like he had stuff up front. I remember like his laptop. He had a bunch oh, of shit man. up front. And so when he put me in the back, he had the 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 divider open and everything. Um, but you know me, I'm like I, I'm never getting in trouble. So I was like taking pictures in the back. Wow. <laughs> I, def- I definitely have a selfie in the back of a cop car. Out there somewhere. <laughs> out there somewhere. I was like, but he was really nice. He was really sweet. Shout out to the um, Gainesville Police Department. And like he didn't make me feel bad at all. He he kept telling me because he understood what happened. Like I told him, he was like, "No, it's one hundred percent fine." Like he was great. And so I, it's funny because we hate cops, but we love cops too. You know what? And I it's don't like, actually hate cops. I don't hate cops. I just I don't hate. I just don't trust a lot of them. Exactly. I don't. No, I hate some of them. I hate, I really do hate some of them. And I was there during the like Abu Diallo and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Like. I, I really genuinely hate some of them, but then I have to remember that it's like cops are not all bad. <laughs> you no, know what not. I mean? Yeah. And when you and when you're in trouble, who are you calling? You're gonna call the cops. Like you know we're what I mean? Calling, we're so not calling Ghostbusters. We you know if there was, I would, <laughs> but there are there can isn't. Talk, can we talk about, talk about for a second? Like why do we always think we can't find our car that's been stolen? Like why is that like the first instinct? Oh shit. My someone stole my car. Oh, because I think we from the hood and people really did steal cars. Like, like, where's my car? Or then yeah. or maybe got towed. You know, like I hate that feeling. Then you like, thank God for the uh, the 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 horn thing. You can find your car now. You hit the button and it, it, it'll beep. Oh, okay. listen, I don't know how people did not live yeah. without that. Yeah, like I don't. Because, but then again, the parking lots weren't that big back in the day. But yeah, I, I, I agree. I do feel like the minute you can't find your car where you, where you think you parked it and it's not there, your, your heart instantly drops into somebody stole that ish or it, it was towed. Yeah. But I think that's more like telling about where we grew up. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we think that way, but I don't think a lot of people, other people, Sippers, let us know if when you, well, you come back and you can't find your car initially. Are you nervous that it got stolen or that it got towed? Or, and or, or that it got you, repoed. Or, ooh, child, <laughs> ooh, you just said a word right hey, there. I ain't gonna lie. I had some scares back in the day, boy. I was struggling, struggling. So, hey, I've luckily not one? been in that repo. Well, it's your turn. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. you were just kind of piggybacking off of mine. Okay. Um, somebody, this one's a big one. So... Leaving Christianity changed my life in a positive okay. way. And this, a lot of people might not understand that, but I actually grew up in the church. I was baptized at 12, 13. My, mom, my mom's a pastor. And so I was heavily involved in church. And then, you know, as a 16 to 18 year old, you kind of rebel. Like, you don't want to really do things. So I didn't really go to church. But yeah. when I, about 2021, 20, I kind of got back into church and I started growing. I started, but in my soul, I, I, just didn't feel right in my spirit. And I, so as I started to grow spiritually and I started questioning more things, I realized very quickly that Christianity was no longer my spiritual path. And it took me, mm-hmm. it took me years to be able to accept that and to then be able to tell other people that I was no longer a Christian because I felt like I was going to be judged and I was going to be judged harshly by this decision. And so right. the, the moment that I truly embraced spirituality and leaving Christianity, I grew 10 times better as a person. And so it has allowed me to become the man that I am today from, because I am, I guess I've always been a little rebellious and wanting to learn stuff on my own and not being told I had to be some kind of way. 
And so once I was able to just do me and focus on me and what my goal and what my journey was to God, it allowed me to be Jay Noetic. It allowed me to, to, to treat people better and to see everyone the same and to accept people for who they are. Because prior to that, yeah. I wasn't accepting people for who they are. Like I was very judgmental on certain things. And so that really changed my life. And, and this is not me talking bad about religion. I think people need, everyone has a different spiritual journey. And I think you should focus on that spiritual journey, whatever it is, and, and grow that. But for me personally, right. that was no longer my spiritual journey. And I spent years trying to, trying to be okay telling people that. Yeah. I think it's very big as a, in a black community to like admit that you're, you know, you're not Christian because it is a deal breaker for me. Recently, I realized like it's a deal breaker for me with relationships. If he's not Christian, it just is. And so I get it. Like that's really a really scary thought to like have to contend with because black people are very, I I don't even want to say they're very religious, but they're very like, especially black women, especially black women. But it's it's not real religious though. That's the crazy part that kills me. Like it's you not, know, like it's, not. it's like they're not actually following religion. Like they don't go to church or anything like that. But one they will in, judge you. Yeah, they will judge you if you aren't. You know what I mean? I feel like you don't. But I mean, to each their own, right? Everybody has yeah. to pick the the walk that works best for them. Um. Yeah, and for me, yeah, I couldn't. For me, I could no longer have one foot in and one foot out because. Because at the end of the day, you, at the end of the day, you have to believe that Jesus Christ is the only way back to heaven, per se. And I know people say, "Oh no, you can," you know, we have different different beliefs or whatever. People have adopted their own forms of Christianity and other religions as well. But for me, I could no longer, I could, I no longer believe that Jesus Christ was the only way back to heaven. And so, if I didn't yeah. believe that, then I could no longer call, consider call myself a Christian. And so, it was so funny because I have a friend who's like that, and they ended up turning into, they became Jewish. Like mm-hmm. they weren't born into Judaism, but they don't, they don't believe in Christ, mm-hmm. but they do believe in God. Yeah. And so essentially that's what Judaism is, right? Yeah, basically. But you know, but, it's, um, it's weird though. I like to say weird. I will say that I have seen, I'm starting to see a shift though, especially in the black community with more people being more spiritual than religious. And uh, in the dating scene, it used to be really hard for me to find a black woman uh, who was not Christian, Catholic, or or uh, Muslim or whatever, and they would not date me. But now, as I'm starting to date more, I'm seeing more Black women embracing their spirituality and not being so uh, streamlined or uh, uh, torn a line of being one way. So I'm yeah. happy to see that for me because it makes dating a little bit easier. Um, because, like you said, a lot of Black women. Someone who is not that of that religion is a deal breaker, and in, right. at the end of the day, all you can do is respect that. But me leaving Christianity has actually helped me more than when I was actually a Christian. You know what's funny? It's like I hear a lot of people who say that they have been, you know, kind of discriminated against based on being a um, atheist. I've actually mm. had the opposite experience where I was dating someone who was atheist. And I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. and he broke up with me because of my religion. Yeah, I remember you saying that once before. Yeah, and I don't think it, it should was, be that way either. You know? Yeah, you, you it's got, the craziest thing. Yeah, you gotta be, you have to be able to accept people for what their beliefs are because we all it's like it's like you don't stop talking to somebody because you know they they eat hot dogs and you don't. 
You know what I mean? It's like, well, my, my belief is I really like this hot dog and it's tasteful. Yeah, but have you ever dated somebody who's vegan? Because, you know, <laughs> you know I, I have dated somebody who was a vegetarian, but not a vegan. But the cool thing about it was she would actually, she didn't mind cooking me food that that had meat in it, you know? And oh. so, um, but she just wouldn't eat it. And But I feel like that's how all relationships should be. You should be able to adapt to what people are long as long as you're not sacrificing your core beliefs right right you should be able to adapt well here's what i am this is what you are that's okay like i love you anyway <laughs> so what can i do to help you you know what i mean it doesn't have to be that part a black and white like nope i can't i can't do that because you don't you don't eat you don't you don't eat soy you know what i mean like whatever so right what else you got though what's another life-changing thing uh i'd have to say my accident so i had a knee um my knee ended up getting lacerated when I was very young no. and it caused a lot of complications for me. Like I had to relearn to walk and I was bed bound for a year. Um, and so when that happens, you be, you definitely, when you're stuck in the bed literally for a year of your life, especially in high school and you were super active. Like I used to be on all the dance teams, mm-hmm. one of the cases. Um, and so kind of like, it's like God kind of forcing you to sit yourself down and then not being sure whether or not you're ever going to walk again, right? Yeah. So while it was happening, I was getting, me and my doctors were going back and forth a lot with um, whether or not they were going to amputate my my wow. knee, my leg. Wow. And so it definitely is one of those moments where I actually think it, it was life-changing, but maybe not for the better. Uh, you don't think so? No, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't, I don't think so. Does that knee legs to give you a lot of problems? No, uh, I actually don't get a lot of pain in it at all, which is, you know, knock on wood as of right now. Um, I don't get a lot of, you know, pain. Um, It does have limitations, so Mm. I can only bend my, my knee, my right knee 85 degrees. So you ain't dropping it low. So I'm not dropping it low. All right. Um, it just, it's not. I'm, I'm technically a disabled person, well, <laughs> even though I, guess I, don't I don't claim it. I don't understand why you see it as, an, as it not being for the better. Maybe you can give me a little clarification. Well, you, when you're in a, first of all, it happened at such a early age of my life. I was like, um, I was 16, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And at 16, especially in Brooklyn, New York, um, and it happened during summer. So I was out of school for a whole year. I had to get homeschooled. Mm. But um, the thing about it is at 16, you're out and with your friends. You want to be going and doing something. You know what I mean? Mm. And so all of my friends disappeared pretty much. Yeah. And that my first interaction or my first real experience with depression was definitely uh, during that time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, and I, I just became... That. Yeah, I just got really, like, I became very aware that, like, friendships are fleeting, people are fleeting, your abilities are fleeting, you know what I mean? Um, I look at it as a blessing. It could have been, obviously, it could have been worse. I could have had my leg amputated, so I'm definitely grateful. But it was definitely a life-changing moment for the worst for me. Um, But it definitely, when you have a space, especially like a year where you're just like literally laying in a bed. Yeah, I can laying in a bed for a year, not not being able to move. That would drive me crazy. Yeah. And we were in New York, so there are stairs everywhere, even to my family's house. 
And so I, if I wanted to move, I had to like ask someone to help me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to go pee? You need to ask someone to help you. Yeah, that's, you know? that's, that's tough. And so uh, it became a, a real like, I don't know. And I think it, 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 I don't, I didn't recognize necessarily back then, but I do now. It's definitely created, like changed my personality. I'm way more of a loner than I ever was before it. Because yeah. at that point you, you just have to get comfortable with yourself also, and just being yeah. by yourself. But I also think that, that our experiences that we, that we go through actually do make us become some, some kind of way. Right. And so even as an adult, if you go through uh, some bad friendships that end up causing you to lose trust in them, you can I think that can also make you be more of a loner, right? And so yeah. I don't think that ever changes from either from a child to an adult. Our, our experiences do mold us to a certain extent to of to who we are. And so I I have never had any life changing uh, injuries. Uh, for me, I've been very fortunate as of this day to not have anything major happen to me. I was just telling one of my friends of the day, um, somebody I know, young guy, 28, um, great guy, newly married. Uh, he went home two weeks ago with a headache. Mm-hmm. He said he had a bad headache. He said, I got to go home. I got to go home. Went home and didn't see him for the next week. And then this past week, I was asking about what's going on. and when heard from him. Turns out, he can no longer see, and he can't walk. <gasps> what? They found a they found a tumor on his brain, just that quick, and his life has just changed completely. Now I'm not saying it's a a death sentence. I don't know the whole details, but he been, he went from being a super active, super cool guy, still a cool guy, but now he can't see and he can't walk, just like that. And so I can imagine the life altering experience. That, that has created in his life and his in his and his wife's wife life as well, you know. And so hopefully he he, he recovers from that. But injuries can definitely change your life and give you a different experience of creating you to be a loner, to be non-trusting, to be uh, more of a social person. So it just depends. It, I mean, it's very true, and it's it sucks because you don't, but you do. Like I almost don't want those experiences to change you, but then you do because that's just the reality of the situation that's where we are that's what happens you know what i mean yeah i just think it's important that when you see yourself changing maybe in a negative way based based on that experience that you try to try to balance it and not let it happen right if you get, if you yeah. get heartbroken and heartbreak you don't want to become a bitter a better if you say a, a bitter betty you know so yeah. you got to try so i got one more i'm oh, sorry go ahead. all right Go ahead. All right. So my 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 last one I will say is um, that changed my life was getting fired from my job back in Virginia, and most people, okay. most people won't see that as a positive. I see it as a positive because for a few years prior to that, I just felt like I needed to change. I was going I was just going through the motions, and sometimes the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, forces you to do the thing that you didn't want to do. Because you, you were right. comfortable in that zone. And me getting fired from that job in Virginia catapulted me to moving to Tampa, Florida and changing my oh. life and trying to be a new person. Because prior to that, I was just, I was cool. I was okay. I kind of wanted to move, wanted to do something else, but I was okay. But when that was taken away from me, I was like, well, you know what? 
I'm going to go live where I want to live. I'm going to go reinvent myself. I'm going to go from being Jared Wormley to Jay Noetic. And, and, and yeah. just changing my entire persona, my personality, my energy, just trying to... I've, I've published two books. I've met some great people. I've traveled more. Like, my whole life changed from that yeah. moment of me getting fired. And I'm not saying that I would have not ever done these other things, but yeah. it made me do it sooner. And so it it was a blessing that I got fired. I couldn't see it in that moment, right? It's only in that self-reflection. I was like, man, like that helped me and, and not only did it help me but it helped other people think about this you never know what decision is affecting someone else so i got right. fired from that job i moved to the temple florida a year and a half later my sister was like look she's going through a bad breakup she was over her work i said well come down to tampa like stay with me if you like it here you, you know you can you can stay if you know you can, right. you can go back she moved here She's now married. Oh, yeah. she, she's now married. She met her fiance, got married, mm. and bought a house together and building her own family. But if I yeah. had never gotten fired, I would have never been here. And she probably would have never came down to Tampa and never met her husband. So this it's, is so it's all, all intertwined, right? It's like the butterfly effect. Like the, the smallest change in something can affect the future outlines. So, see, I, I thought I think it's important for Cypress to realize that whatever you're going through right now, whatever that moment is, that it seems bad, there are a lot of good things that come out of those bad moments that can change your life for the better. Yeah, absolutely. And I also, and to that point too, is you, people take a lot of change. They take it negatively when in reality, the change lets you create, like don't look at the change as a negative, look at it as a positive because Mm -hmm. you get to recreate your own self. Every time I move, I think of all like the negative traits that I might have you know, might still be having, and I make a conscious effort effort to leave them wherever I move from. Right? You know what I mean? Because I get a new chance. Like, that's what I loved about when you went to, when I went to, you know, um, undergrad, and then when I went to law school, and then when I came back from law school. It gives you, it keeps giving you new chances to reinvent yourself or recreate yourself for the better. Yeah, it's like we are the painters of our canvas. We have a blank canvas every time. So, so, so when something bad happens or you have an opportunity to change, you now have a blank canvas to paint something new, to create something yeah. new. And so it's on us to be uh, the Michelangelo's, to be the Salvador Dali's of our life. Like it's, we, or we can continue to look at the same picture every right. time. You know, so, oh, that's a nice black and white picture. Sure, it's nice hanging up. You know what I mean? Like, we just got to, all about perspective. Absolutely. All about perspective. It's so. all about perspective. And it's all about, like, what you are. It's all about recreating yourself. Being, But part of that is being conscious of who you are, being conscious of your flaws, being self-reflective of, like, the things that you need to work on and the things that you need to improve on or the things that you should keep doing. Right. So, and not being being afraid of doing it though, and not being afraid of what other people think of your decision to change your life. Like, so many people are afraid to do something because they they think they're going to be judged. But here's a here's a newsflash: you're going to be judged no matter what you do. People either way, either way. So you might as well do whatever you want to do. Right. And so, you got anything else? Um. Um. No. I'm good. Come on, you gotta get one more. All right. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, when he said, when we first, it was like, how much do you have? And he was like, yeah, I've got like five. I was like, how many life-changing moments have you had in your life? I, even give you, I, I still got two more I haven't, I haven't even talked about. I'm just going to leave it like that. My last, I want to say this. One more thing I say, life-changing the experience was my, my, when I finally decided to accept people and like allowing people to be who they are and where they are and not holding it against them. But also understanding that while I accept them, I don't have to be part of the energy that they're living in. And like, so me, I used to be with somebody. I, I think we all do that. It's like, oh, this person did this. This person, who, and they, they make you upset. They get you bothered by that energy. You're bothered by them not showing up. You're bothered by them not doing what they said they were going to do. You're bothered by them cheating or whatever. I just learned yeah. to accept them for who they are. Like I used to be really upset with my dad for not being in my life when I was younger. And I was so angry. But then I realized I got older. I was like, my dad is human. And my yeah. dad, everyone's purpose is not meant to be what we think it should be. His, right. He was not a good father, right? He was not right. a good husband, but he gave me life, right? But he was also right. a great friend to his other, to his friends. And maybe that's what his job, that was his role is. And so I had, yeah. to learn, I had to learn how to accept my dad for who he is and where he is. And I took that perspective and applied it to everyone else. So when someone shows you who they are, you know what? I accept you for who you are. I'm not going to try to change you. I'm not going to try to convince you to change. You are who you are. You are where you are. But I don't have to be a part of it. You know Amen. what I mean? So, that's it right there. Yeah, so that changed my and life. It, that's, that's a huge, huge thing to learn is like that you don't have to... You accept people for who they are and don't hold it against them. But that also means, doesn't be, that also means don't be a fool either. Yeah. Like you know... It's like, well, if you know somebody is a liar, then you just, you, you can still be friends with them or you can yeah. still be cordial with them, right? You don't yeah. have to all of a sudden just be like, I'm never talking to you ever again. I can't fuck with you. But you need to understand that when you do interact with them, they have you have to keep them at the distance that you feel is appropriate for yep. somebody who you know lies a lot. Yep, keep them in the zone that they need to be in. And they, and right. they, and they can get out of that zone. It's not like a friend zone thing. Right? Yeah. Like women put guys in friend zone. Like most typically that guy ends up standing in that friend zone. But you can put people who your friends and your family in certain zones. This is where they this is they in zone A because I know this is where they need to be. But then they start to right. change and they start to evolve and show you that they no longer are this person, they can come out of that zone. But like, Yeah, people grow. Yeah, people grow. We people we all grow. We're all evolving. And so if we see people trying to become better, we need to embrace that. Absolutely. All right, that's good. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to my least favorite part of the day. This is your most favorite, most favorite, most favorite. It is holiday time. That sounds familiar. That sounds about about right. right. All right, so obviously we don't have a third person in the room right now, but what we're gonna do? I'm I'm just gonna play some songs for L. We're going to see if she can just guess what these songs are. Next week, we got a surprise for y'all on the following episode. I know. I'm so excited for everybody. We're y'all not... need to tune in next week for sure. Tune in next week. Oh, Should it's going to be them? so good. Should we tell them? No. Okay, we ain't going to tell them. So next week, we got a surprise for y'all. So make sure y'all tune in. Um, so this week, L, I've chosen some great songs for you. I think you're going to be able to get most of these. Sippers, um, as you know, uh, we do not own these songs, obviously. We did not create them. We just love them. We want the artists to get their proper recognition. So we put these songs on the All Tino Shade Spotify playlist. 
Go stream them. Go play them. And you can go play them on iTunes, Tidal, wherever you want to play them. We don't care. Just go play them. I just love them. So this first song, L, I don't have the year for you, but it's a very, dis- okay. very distinct voice. All right. Okay. In the nineties, a little bit higher. Should I can hear it out? No. Still really low. Did your volume on your phone? There you go. I'm like, you know, you want my love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, the <laughs> artist, Who's the artist? It's Keith Sweat. Yes, Keith Sweat. You need right here. Why is he? He's so epic. It's twisted. It's so funny because he really can't sing, he really but we. Can't but, sing. but he really is our jam, though. Like. Everybody knows this song. Everybody has played and been in the in the in the club with this song playing before. That's because he had he had just had hits. He had classics, you know. But he he really can't sing though. But he only but like how does somebody who can't sing get classics? Because he was a dark skin dude and dark skin was in for a long time. People loved him. People thought he was fine. Really that man cannot fine. cannot I bet, sing. I bet he's horrible in concert. I bet it's so bad. He it's so funny because I, I want you, want you. It's always like so nasally. Oh uh, yeah. All right, L. You got but the first I, one. I did have a huge crush on him when I was younger, though. I think you so. and every other woman did. Right. Hey, right. Keith. So Come sweat on me. You're a granddaddy now. You want to? You like granddaddy? No, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't dislike a granddaddy, but I, he does. He has an age well. How old is Keith Sweat? How old is Keith Sweat? Hold on. Too damn old because he doesn't. Age, he doesn't age well at all. Keith I saw sweat a picture age. of him the other day. Oh, he's only fifty-eight. He's only fifty-eight. He's he not aging like black people. He he got some. He got some. Uh, he mixed. You would mess with a fifty-eight-year-old guy? Maybe. But not Keith Sweat because he looks all of sixty-eight. Yeah, he does not look good. Sorry, Keith. He is—he did not age well at all, which is so sad because normally black men do. Normally, black men—you can't tell if they're if they're forty to to sixty, they be looking the same damn way. Yeah, I mean Will Smith has aged pretty well, so. I mean, right? How old is Will Smith? Are they the same age? He ain't fifty-eight. Nah, Will's got to be in his forties, late forties, I would think. Will. You think? I feel like Will was older than that. Will Smith is fifty. He's fifty. Okay, yeah. I, I, was, I was like, say, I thought I, he hit the fifty. I was. I could say he. I could see him in in his forties for sure. All right, let's keep it moving. Yeah. So Will Smith is fifty, and he looks still like he's forty. Yeah. All right, Elders. Next one came out in nineties as well. Uh, yeah. Slippers <laughs> know. We're doing this with all the ladies. All the ladies. I do, but I can't, hold on. Body rockin', rockin' the boot. Ooh, what song is this called? They gonna do a little something for you real sexy. Ooh. Ooh, late night. Check the verse. I'm gonna be a new good love. Body rocking. Is it body rocking? No, it's knocking the boots. Knocking the boots. Knocking the... Who 
way. I know who sings this. From Texas. Um, They're from Houston. Hmm. It's not. They're from Houston. Is it Houston? Houston? Houston. Houston. There you go. Houston. Good boots. All night long. All night long. Yeah. Should I give her that to me? Should I give her that one, Shay? I'm, what do you mean? I'm, she was singing I a song, but she didn't see the name of the. She didn't see the name of the song. She said. She said. I said the name of the artist. Oh, okay. We'll give it to her. Ebony, should I give it to her? Should I give it to her? Ebony, I know you're listening. Should I give it to her? Let us know on Instagram. Thank you, Shay. Look at Jay trying to cheat. I clearly said the name. I said H Town. All right, this one. This one came out in I think late '90s, maybe early 2000s. I love this song. It's Pharrell, but it's not Pharrell, but it's just him on the beat. He is on the beat. It's Mr. Shake Cow. It there you go. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Thank you. Show me what you are I love that you can always tell a Pharrell beat, no matter what. Be cool. I used to love Mr. Cool, man. I love, I, it's so bad because I'm so sad that he's like a serial, like. He's not a serial raper, is he? Yeah, oh, he's he? been into jail multiple times for sexual assault. He's out here performing, though. He was like, he was just, he was just here in St. Pete a few months ago. Yeah. Yeah, he keeps having rape charges. Have you yeah. heard about these rape charges with um Antonio Brown? All the allegations. Antonio Brown is ha- the allegations. Yes. Allegations. Is having the worst week ever. He's killing my, my fancy football. I got him in one of my leagues. I'm just like, I know. Uh, he got dropped from Patriots. He got sound, dropped from Nike. A lot of stuff sounds like bullshit, though. Like, if you see some of the stuff, it's like, I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. I just feel like he's I, I think it's into... weird that it happened right as he shifted over from the Patriots. Exactly. That's the only thing well, that I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think he burned some bridges and they was like, look, mm-hmm. we're going to go out here and we're going to. Found some dirt and put it out there. I guarantee but then you. I, but then I also feel like, you know what? If you didn't do the crime, then there would be nothing to dig up. Yeah, but the only one that the only one that I I think he definitely probably did some weird stuff to was the girl, the Britney, the, the one that was the personal trainer. That's yeah. the only one I feel like maybe was something weird going on there. But the rest of the stuff is just rude stuff. You know, standing behind somebody, like, I wouldn't stand behind somebody butt naked with a towel behind me as a, as, as someone's painting a picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's just awkward. It's, it's weird. It's disgusting. But he didn't right. touch her, right? And so, and she said, he, oh, he, he didn't finish paying me the money. And then someone else said, oh, he was farting in my face. Uh, a doctor. I was like, okay, he's maybe he's just a bad, a bad guy. You know, rude guy. Doesn't mean he's a yeah. rapist, though. You know, and so, right. I don't know. Like, the, you know the girl Brittany. She did not, and she's not going after a, a criminal case. She's going after a civil case. So it makes you just wonder about certain things. But, yeah, but that's also because the, the criminal case is a higher burden of proof than there is in the civil case. Yeah. And um, I'm, if she, if she's going, she's trying to get some money. And I don't mm-hmm. say that that's wrong. Right? If you've been assaulted by somebody, and sometimes the only way to hurt a man is through his pockets. Quite frankly. Yeah. Antonio Brown is not one of those people who. You can tell him, "Hey, you hurt my, you hurt me." I, I don't look at him as somebody you can say, "Oh, you hurt me," and he would feel any kind of, he would feel bad about it, right? But I do think if you took some money out of his pockets, he'd be all in his feelings. Oh, 
right? So, no. I mean, it's very, very, it's very, very difficult, but I definitely think that Antonio Brown has put himself in that situation, right? Because when it happened, no one's like, to my knowledge, no one's like, nah, it doesn't seem like something he couldn't do. Right, like yeah. now, if the same allegations <laughs> yeah. were to be about Curry, like, like let's or give Russell an Wilson. example, Russell Wilson, or Russell Wilson, yeah. everybody be like, ah, that's so. She lying. That don't sound right. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. All right, you, you got, know, you got three L. All right. This next one is a brand new one. Came out in 2019. Oh shit! It has multiple people on there. Is it Lizzo? But one guy's from Florida. No, it's not Lizzo. That's, that's all I know in, new in 2019 is Lizzo. This is terrible. Terrible? I better go hard in the club. I really don't like it at all. What's the name of the song? Let's get that. I don't even know. Evian? Is that what she's saying? Snack. <laughs> this is like the definition of mumble rap that I hate. No, what you saying, Negro? Hold on. Stack them up, 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 Right. Yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah. At all. It probably go hard in the club though. All right, next one. Next one. This one that I actually like this one a lot. If you just get one of the people out, I'll give it to you. It's multiple people. Okay. Is that Alicia Keys? No. I mean, when does Alicia Keys come out with anything recently? Is that Mary J? No, turn a little higher, skateboard. Oh, sorry, up. Listen closely, Al. Listen closely. It's a guy. That's a guy? Miguel? No. Bruno Mars, I'm going for the high-pitched voice. No. Yep, no, I give All up. Alright, so that's actually Big Boy, but his CeeLo Green singing in the, in the chorus. CeeLo Green. Yeah. Didn't know he it. sounds like a straight female right now. Well, his voice always been kind of high, though. Oh, see? When Big Boy came in, though. Uh, so that's big boy song called Intentions with Sleepy Brown and CeeLo Green. Okay. All right, last I, one. I needed to wait for big boy to come in. That's when I would have known. His voice is so distinctive. It's your last one, L. Who is it? New artist. Erica Badu. No. Sounds like her. 
It's a young girl. She found the J. Cole's album, Dreamville. Her? Nope. She She was on what? On J. Cole's album? J. Cole's record label, Dreamville. She's a new artist. Maybe just within the last year, I would say. Break Me Off is the name? Yes. It's called BMO. Break Me Off. Ari so, Lennox. Ari Lennox. Oh, I've heard of her. I haven't I haven't actually heard her singing, though. The album is actually really, really good. She it's sounds good like Badu, if I ever heard of it. Now as you said that, I can I can see it. I can I can hear that for sure. Oh my God, so much. Are you kidding me? All right, hell, you didn't do too bad in that one. All right, Ebony, let us know how I did. <laughs> you can't do no better though, so Sippers, I ain't let worried. Us know, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> next week can be bad. We we'll have. I think she's gonna win next week because we got a guest in the house who ain't gonna be very good. Yeah, we we've had history with this person. All right, what's your ish? So I was at the beach. I was at Fort Soto Beach yesterday, and a few of my friends pulled out this can. I was like, "What is that you holding in your hand?" And why is everyone drinking it? Everyone's seeing all the Instagram. My ish this week, or today really, is White Claw. White Claw hard seltzer. It has. That's your ish. That's my ish. It is a. I guess it's supposed to be a healthy way to get your drink on without having all the calories. So this okay. this White Claw Hot Seltzer is gluten-free. It only has two grams of carbs in the drink, and it only has 100 calories with 5% alcohol. Now, I might say I would probably have to drink about 100 of these to get a buzz. Right. But for somebody who's a lightweight and who's trying to keep the calories low white claw hard seltzer is pretty decent drink especially if it's 100 okay. degrees on the and beach for, for the other people who are you know got built up a tolerance i do i do like white claw and i just um i'm gonna sound like a real alcoholic right now but i just ahead, use it, it as a as a mixer because <laughs> oh, it's alcohol. really not strong at all it's like not, period it's not strong. like you literally would have to drink a million of them but it's it works well as a mixer with to, real I alcohol. To, I have to try it as a mixer. I'm just drinking it right out of the can. Hard seltzer. And so everyone, it's all over Instagram. It's all over social media. This is the new craze. That and Truly. I think hard seltzer, I mean, White Claw and Truly. Everyone's drinking those two things. Again, yeah. and maybe I need to drink these. I'm trying to lose some weight. I'm trying to get my, my sexy. So maybe I'll, I'll try to keep drinking these, but... And they're just convenient. It's like nice to just uh, like not pour a drink, just open a can. It, you know? it reminds me of carbonated water. Basically, yeah. what it reminds me of. Um, I guess they have a little bit of alcohol in it, but yeah, that's my ish this week. White claw. Yeah, what's your ish? Okay, so my ish has to be washi tape. What is it? Um, it's called W A S H I washi tape. It's decorative tape that you can normally get on like Amazon for like five bucks. So if you're a journaler, journaling is a whole freaking movement. Yeah. And 
if you like look on Instagram or on Pinterest or whatever, people will be journaling like, like Picasso type journals. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally the cutest things ever. People go all the way out. And I don't have time for that to be like decorating my journal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And doing these elaborate stuff on it. Like I'm just trying to write my thoughts in. And so if you want to judge up your journal a little bit, then the quickest way for me is these washi tapes because you can get them. They have all these different decorations. They have gold, you know, gold uh, foil ones. They have just all these kind of decorations that can make you, you can add it to your journal to make it look a little bit like more posh, add a little flavor to it um, without setting the hours it takes that some of these people do to decorate their journals, which I don't get the point, but whatever. It's each their I mean, own. I just want to write. So, I just want to write my words down. Yeah. Some people, you know, they like to... I like to... I, in some of my journals, I do draw, but it, 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 it takes me like... I don't know. It has to be my purpose to, to draw something, not like... I don't know. I'm not a very good drawer, like, so I probably would not be the one for that, but... I'm sure it is a great product. I do. I actually do enjoy journaling. Um, that's how I ended up yeah, writing, my, writing my first book was through journals. You might like the washi tape because they have just, it's just a w- way to add like a nice touch to it. You want to add a little gold to the paper. You want to add okay. a little charcoal to the paper without having to like sit there and actually paint it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. For, for, for us people who are not that necessarily the best. I actually don't journal as much as I used to. Most of my thoughts that I write down now, I actually end up blogging about it. So if y'all would like want to hear my, want to hear Jay Noetic thoughts, go to a noeticlife.com and you will see my thoughts and my that's pretty much my my journals there, but yeah, but I, I used to I used to use Penzu. You ever heard of Penzu L? The online journal? No. So Penzu mm-hmm. is an online journal where you can journal from your phone. It'll upload to your website. If you if you saw it on, the, on your laptop, it'll go down to your phone. Um, you can have multiple people that's uh, in, interacting on Pinzu. So that's how I typically I use to journal. But I'll have to Sound check dope. out. I have to check out um, your ish. Washi. Washi. All right, guys. Let's get into the final final sip. The do you have one? I'm sure you sip. do. You know I got a final sip. What's my name? Jared Warmly. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I purposely joked definitely. Go so, ahead. What's your final sip? Final I have one too, actually. Oh, is it one? All right. So mine's probably No, you longer. go first. Okay. So my final sip. Hypothetical question. All right. Okay. If I had sex last night with my girlfriend and today, okay. and today she said, we need to take a break. And I say, okay. A, uh-huh. few, a few days later, I have sex with someone else, someone different. And then the day day after that, me and my girlfriend get back together. Did that person cheat? Did I cheat? No. That's, I agree. There's so many people that pose that question and think they cheated. Don't take breaks, people. Like, that's pretty much the fact. You guys don't have to see each other every single day and and y'all can still not take a break. Y'all can still be together and just, like, have space. Ask for space versus asking for a break. A space just means we have a little bit of, you know, distance between us. Mm-hmm. A break means we are broken up. And so yep. you can do yep. whatever you like when you're broken up. You cannot do whatever you like if yeah, you're space. just giving space. Absolutely. That's, 
I like that. That's the best way to say that. I, I don't do I don't do break. I don't do breaks. Like if we're in a relationship, yeah. either we gonna figure this shit out together, or we gonna break up. Like we're not doing no break. Because every time you got a break, I'm gonna go out and do my own thing, whether it's a, a week or three months, right? Right. And so yeah. I think people who are on breaks, they really need to say is they need space. And there's a difference between asking for space and asking for a break in there. You have to ask if you're really trying to break up and you're trying to transition mm-hmm. into a breakup. Mm-hmm. Then that, like to me, when I'm in it, was just an awkward situation. If I can tell that like, he doesn't want to let go, but I am fully trying to let go and yeah. I'm trying to like ease him into it, that's when I'll say, "Let's have a break." Knowing damn well that break, break is the yeah. Very, yeah, yeah, that to me a break is a breakup. That's the whole reason why breakup has break in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> And I feel like it's a way, I feel like the person who asks for a break is also trying to control the situations. Like, like I don't want, I don't really want to be with you, but I don't want you to go right. out and do anything else either. So, right. like, no, like, like you said, I think that's great to, a great way to put it. You need to ask for space so we can try to, you know, I feel, I'm feeling cramped up right now. I just need a little bit of space and we good, you know, we'll come back or whatever. So that's, that's a great way to put it. Right. All right, my uh, final tip is we are taking a break in October, sippers. As you know, we go year-long round. (laughs) But we've decided that we're going to start doing seasons. And so our break for this year will be October. We will be back first thing November. We've got a lot of really exciting things that we're working on. So we're using the October recording break to kind of button down some of some really exciting news that we will come back in November to tell you about. But just wanted for everybody to know so you guys are like, where why haven't they recorded or why haven't I seen anything? We will be taking a break in October. So we have one more recording for September, um, which is next week. And then after that we will be on break for the whole week of October and we will be back first first week of november they will actually get one episode i'm looking at the calendar correctly because next week's episode when we record will actually come out on october 2nd we record on the 29th so to come out so you're, you will get one episode in october but after that i think mm-hmm. they'll say we will be on a month break um you know i don't know if you listen to podcasts or not but most podcasts do do seasons and l and i have been going for like a year and a half non-stop for yeah. a week and so we love you guys and we appreciate your support but we just gotta we need to take a little break but we're coming back stronger but, as ever and we want to use that time to really plan on certain things so we only have a finite amount of time that all of us are free and so we want to use that time to actually focus on um season three which is 2020 isn't that crazy we are going to be on like the third year of our podcast That's crazy. isn't that insane it's crazy it's insane crazy. Crazy. um but we have some, some things that we want to pop off for our for 2020. And so we need, since we only have a finite amount of time, of free time, we're going to use the recording time to actually get those plans facilitated. So you guys, I'm super excited. I can't wait to like share what's about to go down. And what that means also is this is your opportunity to go back and listen to any podcast that you haven't listened to ever. I mean, we have over 67 episodes, I think, at this point. So go back and yeah. listen to other episodes. And we are going to try to drop a couple jewels uh, throughout, the, throughout the month for you guys. Um, maybe right. like a 30-minute 
or 25 minute uh clips and stuff like that but it's not going to be the full all chino shade episodes but we're going to give you a little something we don't want to lose you we love y'all but we also need this break right all right guys if that is it anything else I don't have anything else. Hopefully, we win on Wednesday for all Tino Shade. Best local, local oh, yeah, podcast. I know. We find out Woo-hoo. on Wednesday. We find out some. We find out on Wednesday if we won best podcast in Tampa Bay from in the creative loafing uh, competition. Yep. So we'll see. All right, if that's it, I'm gonna go ahead and call this session done. Holla. Bye. Blessings.